0: Welcome everybody to Football Talk with Freddie, the number one podcast for football. Today, today it's uh October twenty fifth. Fifth, it's a uh, nice Sunday. We got uh, some NFL games going on today. Today, uh, the Bills. At the time I'm making this, the Bills uh, beat the Jets. Jets. Uh, I'll talk about that on Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday, but but, uh, yeah, the Bills won. So, so, I'm happy. Uh, we're gonna today we're going to be doing two things. I'm gonna be recapping all the the, uh, college football games, top 25 games from this weekend. And then we're going I'm going to talk about the AP rankings. So let's get to it. So, yeah, first we're going to... First, well, not just first. Uh, today we're just going to be doing the recap of the top 25 games. games, And then, yeah, obviously the AP rankings. So it's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. So I kind of like it as well because I get to, like... I feel like I have more time to actually like talk about the game instead of just going over the stats. of course I didn't watch every game but at least the games that I did watch watch a little bit of I can uh, at least give my opinion on it so so the first game we're gonna recap is the uh, Illinois uh, number 14 Wisconsin game uh, from Friday night night Illinois Illinois uh, last year they went six and seven. Wisconsin. I think they went ten and four. Something like that. I have I have no idea. I, I can't remember. But yeah, uh, I watched pretty much all of this most of this game. Game uh, Graham Mertz for Wisconsin. He's a red shirt freshman, I believe. Leaf had an amazing game 20 of 21 248 yards five touchdowns and he got a wreck he got he got, he tied not one but two records in his debut he he tied for the most completions in in a row for most consecutive uh, completions With uh, 17, and then he had uh, five touchdown passes, which tied, I think, Russell Wilson. I could I could be wrong on that. That uh, for most uh, touchdown passes. Uh, his one incompletion, it was just a drop. It wasn't even a bad pass, but all of his passes were just perfect, all game. Game, At Illinois. They had uh, Brandon Peters peters he was 8 of 19 he had 87 yards passing and then isaiah williams 0 for 3 through one interception not that good brand peters had seven carries for 75 yards was the leading rusher for the day for the fighting alumni and then garrick rosick 13 carries for 70 yards yards john uh, chanel one carry for two yards yard's leading receiver was Jake Ferguson with 7 receptions for 72 yards and 3 touchdowns. Danny Davis had 2 receptions for 72 yards. Mason Stoke, 1 reception for 10 yards and a touchdown. Leading receiver for Illinois it was a tie between Brian Hightower with 1 reception for 26 yards and Josh be I'm I'm probably saying that wrong, sorry. He had three receptions for 26 yards. Yards. Uh, Mike Epstein had a fumble. Fumble. Uh, Tariq Barnes recovered two fumbles for the day. Jake Ferguson fumbled the ball as well. Well, uh, lane tackler for the final alumni was Tariq Barnes. 11 tackles. One sack. One half tackles for loss. And, a fumble recovery that he took to the house for a touchdown. Down. And that he was Tariq, Tariq he was pretty much the only one making plays for the final alumni on defense. Uh for Wisconsin on defense. Lane Tackler was Colin was a tie between a Colin Wilder. He had four tackles and then Keanu Benton had four tackles as well. and Leo Chanal had a tackle, four tackles. Uh, Wisconsin had three sacks for the day. They, uh, uh, Titus Toller had an interception. Mm. Uh, Colin Larch was 1-for-1 Made a 19-yard field goal 6-for-6 on extra points And James McCourt was 1-for-1 on extra points Illinois punted it 5 times And Wisconsin punted it 4 times Wisconsin looked unstoppable Uh, Mertz had a great day In his debut And excited to see what he can do The rest of the season Uh, next game we have a uh, Syracuse taking on Clemson. Now, Clemson they got they took an early seventeen point lead in the first quarter. Looked like this game was going to be a blowout. Well, not exactly. Exactly, they take they took a seventeen nothing lead. Lead Syracuse scored a touchdown. Clemson scored a touchdown. It was twenty four seven. Then Syracuse started climbing back in. In, in the in the third third only about halfway through the third quarter it was uh, it was only a one possession game. Syracuse scored two quick touch, two touchdowns downs to make it yeah, a six point game. But then Clemson they they were like okay, time to end this and ended up winning. Uh, 47 to 21. Rex Culpepper did not have a good game. 10 of 26, 175 yards, one touchdown, but three picks. Trevor Lawrence was 27 to 43, 289 yards, two touchdowns through an interception. Uh, Travis Etienne, uh, 16 carries for 86 yards and three touchdowns. Downs uh, for Lane rusher for Syracuse was Sean Tucker, 10 carries for 63 yards and a touchdown. Down, lane receiver was Nakeem Johnson with one reception for 83 yards and a touchdown. Lane receiver for Clemson was Amari Amar- Rogers, eight receptions for 91 yards. Cornell Powell had two receptions for 45 yards and a touchdown. Davis Allen had one reception for 17 yards and a touchdown. Travis Eden fumbled it one time. Rex Culpepper fumbled it and lost it. Andrew Booth Jr. had two fumble recoveries. Lane tackler for the orange was Garrett Williams. Eight tackles, one tackle for loss, two pass deflections, and he had a touchdown off a pick six. Uh, Um. McKinley Williams had four tackles, one sack, and two tackles for loss. For the day, day uh, I'm probably saying that right, wrong. He had six tackles and two pass deflections. And then Garrett Williams also had two pass deflections. Forgot to mention that. That, uh, for Clemson, Lane Tackler was a, it was a tie between Andrew Boot Jr., who had five tackles, and Tyler... Venables, who had five tackles. Uh, hold, hold on one second. Okay, there we go. One, let me scroll. Okay. Uh, uh, Mike Jones Jr., Nolan Turner, and Jalen Phillips. Each had a interception. Uh, Andre S- Smith. Smite. Uh, was 3-for-3 three three on extra points. BT, BT Potter was 2-for-3. Made a 36-yard field goal. 5-for-5 five five on extra points. Syracuse punted it five times. I mean, seven times. And Clemson punted it five times. But Clemson pretty much controlled it most of the game. Syracuse started crawling back, but... Syracuse was able, or I mean, Clemson was able to take care of business and get the win. Uh, next, next game we have, uh, uh, number two, Alabama taking on Tennessee. Alabama pretty much just controlled it the whole way. Why, way uh something interesting something uh, to note note um, uh, waddle got hurt for uh, Jalen waddle got hurt for uh, Alabama on the opening kickoff and he I think he broke his ankle and he's out for the rest of the year year which is a huge loss for Bama. Damn it, he, he, was, he was honestly projected to be a, a top draft pick. But, well, our first round draft pick, but we'll see what happens with him. I hope he has a speedy recovery. You don't want to see injuries like that ever in football or any sport, honestly. Really? Uh, Mac Jones. Jones, he was 25 of 31, 387 yards, zero touchdowns, zero picks. Bryce Young came in and threw for three for five, for 30 yards. Guarantano, thir- 13 to 24, 162 yards, two touchdowns. Luckily, he didn't have a interception or a fumble today, or I mean yesterday. Day, Anaji Harris, twenty carries for ninety-six yards and three touchdowns. Brian Robinson Jr., four carries for twenty-nine yards and a touchdown. Mac Jones had five runs for forty yards and a touchdown. Uh, Leading rusher for for Tennessee was Eric Gray, nineteen carries for fifty-seven yards. Yards for Alabama, John Amici, the III. Seven receptions, 151 yards. He had a big day. Devonta Smith, seven receptions for 73 yards. Slade Bolden, six receptions for 94 yards. And Harris also had six receptions for 61 yards. Can be a threat in the run and pass game. Uh, Jalen Height, two receptions for 86 yards and a touchdown. Josh Palmer, four receptions for 57 yards and a touchdown. Down, Eric Gray had a fumble that he lost lost uh slave bolden had a fumble that he lost theo jackson recovered a fumble for tennessee and malachi moore recovered two fumbles for alabama christian harris had ten, ten 10 tackles for the day one tackle for loss alabama did not get a sack all day patrick certain the second four tackles one tackle for loss and three pass deflections. Uh Malachi Moore, he had a touchdown. It must have been a fumble recovery that they took for a touchdown. I might have missed that. That I watched until about halftime. Time uh Lean tackler for Tennessee was Trayvon Flowers. Ten tackles, one tackle for loss. Uh, Kenneth George Jr. Seven tackles, two pass deflections. Shins. Shins. And, yeah, Brent. some S- 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 Mag- S- Mag- S- well, was at 1-for-1, one one for one made a 33-yard field goal, 2-for-2 two two on extra points. Will Richard, 2-for-2, two two, made a 39-yard field goal, 6-for-6 six six on extra points. Alabama punted it two times. Tennessee punted it six times. Uh, number Next game, we have uh, number three, Notre Dame, taking on Pitt. Uh, I didn't watch this game, and it looks like good thing I didn't. Notre Dame just controlled the whole game. Looks like twenty-one points in the second, seventeen points in the third, seven points in the first, no points score in the fourth. Pittsburgh made a field goal early. Ian Book, sixteen of thirty, three hundred thirteen yards or three hundred twelve yards, and three touchdowns. Brennan Clark came in and threw, had one completion for seven yards. Pittsburgh. What happened to picking? I'm I'm unless I missed something or he got hurt I don't know why he he didn't do anything in this game. I I didn't watch it. But that's interesting. Joey Yellen came in was 10 of 27, 101 yards, three touchdowns. Nick Petit, 2 for 5 for 17 yards. Yards and Davis Beville was 0 for 1. Lane rusher for uh, the Panthers was 8, was Vincent Davis, 8 carries for 28 yards. Lane rusher for Notre Dame was Sebo Flumster with 13 carries for 48 yards and a touchdown. And Kyron Williams, 17 carries for 38 yards and a touchdown. Really didn't get much of a pass running game going. Averaging only 2 yards a carry. Passing game, looks like it was working. Uh, leading receiver for Notre Dame was Ben Skoronik, uh, two receptions for 12- 170 yards and two touchdowns. Michael Mayer, Meyer, uh, five receptions for 73 yards and a touchdown. Uh, for Pitt, leading receiver was Jordan Addison, three receptions for 40 yards. Uh, Pittsburgh had three people fumble. Uh, Notre Dame had one fumble. Fumble. Lane tackler for the Irish was Sean Crawford with six tackles and he had a tackle for loss. Lost. Isaiah Forsky. He it says he had a touchdown. Off what? Oh wait, oh, oh I see. Oh punt return. Okay. Uh Uh lane tackler for Pitt was was a tie between Paris Ford, who had eight tackles and one pass deflection, and Brandon Hill, who had eight tackles. Uh Cervaca Dennis, v- Davis, Dennis, seven tackles, four tackles for loss, three quarterback hurries. He was getting pressure. Pressure, Chase Pine, five tackles, a sack, and two tackles for loss. Uh, let's see. See, that was about it. Bo Bayer, Bayer, Nick McLeod, and Jeremiah Owusu, Kamara, Kormoa, each had a interception. Isaiah Fosky had two two returns for thirty one yards, yards, and took one to the house. Uh, Jonathan Dohert ha- was one for one, made a twenty-one yard field goal for Notre Dame. Alex Kressman, or Kessman, or one for one made a forty yard f- field goal. Pitt punted it five times to- or seven times, and Notre Dame five times. Notre Dame pretty much controlled it the whole way. Now, the next game we have Nebraska versus Ohio State. Justin Fields. Had nearly a perfect day, 20 of 21, 276 yards and two touchdowns. Adrian Martinez, 12 of 15, 105 yards. And then Luke McCaffrey came in, was four for five for 55 yards. Adrian Martinez was the leading rusher, 13 carries for 85 yards and a touchdown. Dedrick Mills, nine carries for 25 yards and a touchdown. Luke McCaffrey, nine carries for 80 yards. Justin Fields, 15 carries for 54 yards and a touchdown. Trace Ehrman... Eleven carries for forty-eight yards. Master T twelve carries for forty-one yards and two touchdowns. And Jack Miller the third two carries for twenty-three yards and a touchdown. Garrett Wilson had probably had seven receptions for one hundred twenty-nine yards and a touchdown. And Chris Olave six receptions for one hundred four yards. And then uh, Jason Jackson Smith. Uh. I I'm not even gonna pronounce that because I don't want to say it wrong. Uh, two receptions for five yards and a touchdown. Down lane reception for a receiver for Nebraska was w- Wendell Robinson six reception for forty nine yards. Martinez had two fumble a fumble. Mark M- Luke McCaffrey had a fumble. Uh, Chris Olave had a fumble that he lost. Uh, Pete Werner, seven tackles one tackle for loss uh lead tackler for Nebraska was will honest with seven tackles, two sacks and two tackles for loss and marquel dismuck with seven ta- actually seven tackles and then Colin miller seven tackles and one half tackles for loss uh uh Culp was one for one made a 22 yard field goal two for two on extra points and blake hobilli was one for one made a 34 yard field goal seven for seven on extra points and nebraska punted it five times ohio state two times nebraska was keeping it close early and and then Ohio State took over in the second half. Next game uh, we got seventeen Ohio State versus Iowa State versus uh six Oklahoma State. Brock Purdy, he was nineteen to thirty four, one hundred sixty two yards, yards one touchdown but one pick. Spencer Sanders, oh so he's back. He was twenty of twenty nine, two hundred thirty five yards, a touchdown but two picks. Chuba Hubbard. Hubert, 25 carries, 139 yards and a touchdown. Spencer Sanders, 15 carries for 71 yards and a touchdown. Brees Hall had a nice day for Iowa State, 20 carries for 185 yards and a touchdown. Brock Purdy, 12 carries for 38 yards and a touchdown. Xavier Hutchinson, 8 receptions for 68 yards and a touchdown. Tylan Wallace, 5 receptions for 76 yards. Jelani Woods, 3 receptions for 54 yards. Brock Purdy had a fumble. Later tackler was uh, Jake Hummel, 10 tackles, 1 tackle for loss. And Mike Rose, 10 tackles, 1 tackle for loss. Trey Sterling, 9 tackles, 2 tackles for loss, a pass deflection. Uh, Colby Harville Peel had an interception. Mike Rose and Lawrence White, the fourth, had a- interceptions for Iowa State. State Connor. A solid it was 0 for two on field goals. And that was three for three on extra points. Points and then Alex Hale one for two made a 31-yard field goal. Three for three on extra points. Oklahoma State punted it six times. Iowa State punted it eight times. Now next game we got a Penn State versus Indiana. All right, that's all. Some of this. This that's all near the end, and it, it it was it came down to a close call. Call it was. It, it personally, I think the ref made the right decision to stick with the call because it, it's. A lot of people are mad, but it those are, like that call, right there. That's where it comes down to. Like, was there enough evidence? I don't think there was enough evidence to overturn it. He might have been short. He might have been in. Like, it. it's just one of those plays where literally you just – you just – it's almost impossible to get it right. So, 24 uh, – Sean Clifford was 24-35, 238 yards, and three touchdowns, but they're two picks. Michael Penix, Jr., 19-36, 170 yards, a touchdown, and one interception. Stevie Scott, the third – 20 carries, 57 yards, and two touchdowns for Indiana. And then Michael Penix Jr. had four carries for negative 18 yards. That was due to sacks. And one rush and touchdown. Uh, Sean Clifford, 17 carries, 119 yards and a touchdown. Devin Ford, 20 carries for 69 yards and a touchdown. Jahan Dotson, four receptions for 94 yards and a touchdown. Pad uh, Free Freemuth- seven receptions for 60 yards and a touchdown. Parker Washington, two receptions for 12 yards and a touchdown. For Indiana, uh, Miles Marshall was the leading receiver with four receptions for 46 yards. And Wap Fior, five receptions for 36 yards and a touchdown. Down Seabed guy had a fumble that was lost. Will Le- Levis had a fumble that was lost. Lane tackler was Shaka Tony, two sacks, two tackles for loss, a quarterback hit and seven tackles for the day. Day, uh, lane tackler for Indiana was uh, Micah McFadden, 11 tackles, one tackle for loss. Devon Matthews, eight tackles, one sack, one tackle for loss, and two pass deflections. For the day, Jamar J- Johnson and Jalen Williams both had an interception. Lamont Wade had an interception for Penn State. State, uh, Penn State kicker had two different kickers kicking. Jordan Stout zero for one, and then Jake Pinger was zero for two, but it was five for five on extra points. Charles Campbell two for two made a forty-yard field goal. Two for two on extra points. Penn State punted it three times. Indiana punted it five times. Next next game we got a. Uh, uh, Number nine Cincinnati versus a sixteen SMU. I was expecting a better game, but unfortunately, it was it was a blowout. It was it was close in the first half, and then Cincinnati took over in the second half. Uh, Desmond Ryder was thirteen of twenty one, one hundred twenty six yards, a touchdown. Shane Buccioli was a twenty three of forty four, two hundred sixteen yards, a touchdown, and an interception. A lean rusher was Desmond Ryder. 8 carries for 179 yards and 3 touchdowns. And Jared Doakes, 20 carries for 105 yards and 2 touchdowns. I didn't realize uh, Ryder was that big of a running quarterback. I-, I haven't watched much Cincinnati or him a lot. SMU, USAS Bentley, 16-40 uh kylan granson was 468 was the lane receiver Uh, rashi rice five receptions for 64 yards and a touchdown lane receiver for cincinnati was trey tucker with two receptions for 24 yards josh wild had two receptions for 16 yards and a touchdown uh jerome ford had two fumbles for the day shane had one fumble uh, Lane tackler was Gerald White, 13 tackles, one sack, two tackles for loss, and a quarterback hurry. And then for lane tackler for SMU was Delano Robinson, eight tackles. Elijah Chapman had five tackles, two tackles for loss. Amon Gardner had one interception for negative two yards. Paul Smith, 6-for-6 six six on extra points. Chris N- Nagar. Nagar. I, I I might be saying that wrong. 2-for-3. Uh, uh, 26 26 uh Made a 26-yard field goal. 1-for-1 one one on extra points. And both teams pointed it five times. Uh, next game we have... Uh, Virginia versus 11-Miami. I, w- I thought Miami would easily win this game, but Miami kept it close. Close. Uh, let's let's see. Uh, Brendan Armstrong was 16-30, 181 yards and two touchdowns. Tariq King, 21-30, 322 yards, one touchdown, zero picks. Brendan Armstrong, 15 carries for 91 yards. And then... Donald Cheney, Jr., 10 carries for 43 yards and a touchdown. Mike Harley, uh, 10 receptions for 170 yards and a touchdown. Lean receiver for Miami. For Virginia, leading receiver was Terrell Jana. three receptions for 60 yards. Rashawn Henry, one reception for 35 yards and a touchdown. Tony Bolgen, four receptions for 26 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Brandon Armstrong lost a fumble. Lane tackler was Nick Jackson, 16 tackles, half a sack, and a tackle for loss. Lost uh, Charles Snowden, 8 tackles, 3.5 tackles for loss, a pass deflection, and a sack. Big day for him. Lane tackler for Miami was Jalen Phillips, 7 tackles, 1 quarterback hurry. Hurry Bradley Jennings Jr. had a three tackles, one sack, and one tackle for loss. Loss uh Gervin Hall Jr., two pass deflections. Shins. Uh Joey Bor- Borgales, two for three, made a thirty two yard field goal. Uh Brian Delaney was out for one, made was two for two on extra points, and both teams punted it five times. Miami let me see. Did Miami have control, or did Virginia score a late t- garbage time touchdown? I'm just curious. I didn't watch this game. Uh uh they. uh they. Okay, they scored a touchdown with five minutes left. In the, in the fourth. To make it, look a lot closer. I don't know. If, I don't think they got the ball back. Okay, and that's the next game. We have a. Uh, uh, hold on. Uh. Uh, Texas State taking on BYU. You uh, BYU uh, crushed them, pretty much. Uh fifty-two to fourteen. 15. Let's uh let's see. Uh Brady McBride for Texas State was seventeen of 150 yards, two touchdowns with two picks. Zach Wilson, great day, nineteen of twenty-five, two hundred eighty seven yards and four touchdowns. Baylor Romney came in, was five for ten, forty-nine yards, but threw a pick. Pick a uh, T- Tyler. L- all gear, 12 k- carries for 76 yards and a touchdown. Lopini Katoa, 8 carries for 35 yards and a touchdown. The only res- rusher for Texas Day was Brock Sturge with 8 carries for 58 yards. yards. Uh, Marcel Barbie, 3 receptions for 48 yards and 2 touchdowns. The receiver for BYU was Dax Milne, uh, 4 receptions for 89 yards and a touchdown. Isaac Rex, 5 receptions for six, 6 yards and a touchdown. Keanu Hill, 2 receptions for 39 yards and a touchdown. Down, BYU uh, lost a fumble, doesn't say who it was. Max Tuley, 7 tackles, 1 half tackles for loss. and a quarterback hurry, lane tackler for Tech State was was uh, Ciano Tupu, 12 tackles, half a tackle for loss. Loss, uh, Jared Capisi uh, had two sacks for the, two tackles for two sacks. Sacks, uh, Isaiah Kafusi had a pick six. Uh, Pete Tono, Tonovasa had an interception, and Brand Stringer for Tech State had an interception. Uh, Jake Olroyd was 1-for-1. Made a 20-yard field goal, 7-for-7 on extra points. And Seth Keller, 2-for-2 on extra points. BYU punted it two times. Tech State, six times. Parents controlled the game. Uh, Next game we have 23, NC State taking on 14, North Carolina. NC State lost their quarterback last week. Week... Uh, Bailey Hockman, he was 14-24, 215 yards, a touchdown, but an interception. And Ben Finley, 13-20, 143 yards, a touchdown, but two picks. Sam Howell, 18-29, 252 yards, and a touchdown. Devontae Williams had a great day, 19 carries for 160 yards and three touchdowns. And Michael Carter, 17 carries for 106 yards and a touchdown. Sam Howell had eight carries for 12 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Bailey Hawkman, four carries for negative 10 yards and a touchdown. Down, uh, Amiza, Amika Amizi, four receptions for 84 yards and a touchdown. Eight Anthony Smith, four receptions for 63 yards and a touchdown. For North Carolina lead receiver was Diami Brown, seven receptions for 105 yards. And then Josh Downs, one reception for 17 yards and a touchdown. Sam Howell had a fumble. Somebody else had a fumble. Desmond Evans had two fumble recoveries. Ben Finley recovered fumbled it playing tackler was for nc state was jakeem harris 15 tackles for the day day uh terrell dawkins four tackles two tackles for loss and a sack and a quarterback hurry uh for north carolina uh chaz Serrat was had eight tackles one sack one tackle for loss Tom and fox two sacks two tackles for loss quarterback hurry and four total tackles Hills, uh, DeAndre Holland, two pass deflections. Uh, Cameron Roseman, Sinclair, Sinclair, one recep- or one interception. Chaz Sera had an interception. Don Chapman had an interception. Uh, Christopher Dunn was three for three on extra points. Grayson Atkins six two for three on, made a forty-yard field goal. Six for six on extra points. NC State punted four times. North Carolina three times. Uh next game we have uh eighteen Michigan versus Minnesota. I thought this game would be a lot closer. Uh but Michigan, despite losing a bunch of players, was able to find a way to stop Minnesota. Uh the front seven was pretty nice. Joe Milton had a pretty good day. Day uh it was fifteen of twenty two, two hundred twenty-five yards and a touchdown. Tanner Tanner Morgan, eighteen. For 31 197 yards a touchdown but one pick mohammed abraham had 26 carries for 140 yards and two touchdowns hassan haskins six carries for 82 yards and two touchdowns zach charbonnet four receptions for 70 yards or four carries for 70 yards and a touchdown joe milton eight carries for 52 yards and a touchdown and chris evans five carries for 19 yards and a touchdown ronnie bell ha- was the only receiver for michigan Four receptions for 74 yards. And Ben Ben Mason had one reception for eight yards and a touchdown. The receiver for Minnesota was Rashad Bateman. One, nine receptions for 101 yards. And Cole Keith Gieft had two receptions for 29 yards and a touchdown. Tanner Morgan had a fumble. Blake Quorum had a fumble. Javon, Devon Jeter had two fumble recoveries. Uh, leading tackler was Josh Ross with nine tackles. Michael Barrett. One sack, one half, half one and a half tackles for loss, seven tackles total. Uh Quitty Pay had two sacks had sacks and three tackles for loss. Loss uh German Green had two pass deflections. Shins Josh Rosh had a interception. Lean tackler for Minnesota was Tyler Newbin had half a tackle for loss. And eight tackles total. uh, Moreno, sorry, Marin had half a tackle for loss, two pass deflections, and five tackles total. Those. mm, Jake Moody had a pretty bad day for Michigan. 0 for 3, but was 7 for 7 on extra points. Brock Walker was 1 for 1, made a 29 yard field goal, 3 for 3 on extra points. Michigan didn't have to punt it at all yesterday. But Minnesota punted it four times. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, win for Michigan. Next game we have a nineteen Virginia Tech taking on Wake Forest. I picked Wake Forest for this game. Game. Uh, Wake Forest. Forest won twenty three to sixteen. Hurden Hooker was seventeen to thirty three. Had. 223 yards, one touchdown, but three picks. And he had 17 carries for 98 yards on the ground. Sam Hartman, 12, 12 of 17, 110 yards. Didn't do too much. Christian Smith 13 carries for 129 yards. Kenneth Walker, the third, 23 carries for 66 yards and a touchdown. Sam Hartman, 11 carries for 13 yards and a touchdown. Down receiver was Jaquari Ro- Ro- Roberson, six receptions for 46 yards for Wake Forest and lead receiver for Virginia Tech was Trey Turner, five receptions for 61 yards, yards, and then James Mitchell, three receptions for 51 yards and a touchdown. Hermione Hooker had Trey Turner and Tavion Robinson. All three had a fumble. Luckily, didn't lose it. Uh, Chermoney Connor had 10 tackles, one tackle for loss. Lost a uh, Gerard Hewitt, one half t- sacks, half a tackle for loss, and two tackles total. Oh, lean tackle for Wake Forest, Nick Anderson, eleven tackles. Carlos Basham Jr. one nine tackles, one sack, one tackle for loss. AJ Williams two nine tackles and two pass deflections. Since Nick Anderson had not one, not two, but three interceptions, great day for him. Him, uh, Brian Johnson for Virginia Tech, three or five made a 54-yard field goal was one for one extra points. And Wake for Wake Forest, uh, Nick Skiba, three for three, made a 46-yard field goal, two for two on extra points. Wake Forest had to punt it five times, Virginia Tech two times. Big win for Wake Forest. Uh, uh, next game we have uh, 20 Kansas State versus Kansas pretty much was a blowout out the whole way Jalen Daniels for Kansas 22 of 39 made 270 yards one interception Will Howard uh, filling in for Skylar Thompson was 17 of 24 243 yards and two touchdowns Nick Ast 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 I don't know was one for more made and had it 9 yards Uh, Deuce Vaughn had 11 carries for 71 yards and a touchdown Harry Trotter 6 carries for 9 yards and a touchdown or 6 yeah 6 carries for 9 yards and a touchdown down uh, Jalen Daniels 17 carries for 27 yards and 2 touchdowns and Lane Rusher was Velton Gardner with 16 carries for 72 yards the main receiver was Kwame last year, the second 7 receptions for 58 yards Deuce Vaughn Was late and Shabaston Taylor was the leading receiver for Kent State. A deuce had four receptions for 81 yards. Shabaston Taylor, four receptions for 68 yards. Yards. Uh, Bradley Moore, three receptions for 33 yards and a touchdown. Samuel Wheeler, one reception for 16 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Will Howard and Kayon Moose Moose, both had a fumble. Uh, Kwami lasted here, both had a had a fumble as well. Uh, lane tackler for Kansas was Kenny Logan Jr. and Kyron Johnson, who had two tackles for loss, a sack, and six tackles total. Uh, Marcus Harris had two and a half tackles for loss Gone the backfield. Uh, lane tackler for Kansas State was Ross Elder with six tackles. Uh, Justin Garner had an interception. Shin... Uh, Jacob Porcilla was 0 for one. Made it was two for two on extra points for Kansas. And Blake Lynch was two for two. Made a thirty-two yard field goal, seven for seven on extra points. Kansas State punted it six times. Kansas punted it nine times. Next game, game we have have uh if it wants to load load uh Florida Atlantic taking on number 22 Marshall. Game was up, and uh, Marshall 120 to 9. 9 Florida Atlantic had control and the Marshall was leading 7 to 6 at halftime. Time scored 10 points in the third, a field goal in the fourth. And yeah, Nick uh Tronti was 18 of 30, 148 yards through an interception Grant Wells 18 of 31, 251 yards, two touchdowns, and two picks. Brendan Knox, 25 carries for 101 yards for Marshall. Malcolm Davidson, 18 carries for 62 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Josh Merrill was a leading receiver for Florida Atlantic, five receptions for 48 yards. Leading receiver for Marshall was Corey Gamage with six receptions for 79 yards. Artie Henry, five receptions for 75 yards and a touchdown. Brent Knox, two receptions for 55 yards and a touchdown. Xavier Gaines had a fumble. Uh, Devontae Beckett, uh, 13 tackles, half a sack, one and a half tackles for loss, and two quarterback hurries. Chase Laster had 13 tackles, one tackle for loss for Florida Atlantic. Uh, Darius Hodge had a sack. Zach, uh Darius Hodge had yeah, two tackles for loss. Three quarterback hurries. Hurries, uh, Brandon Drayton had an interception for Marshall. Tasia Young and Jordan Helm had an interception for Florida Atlantic. Vladimir Rivas was one for one, made a 4-3 yard field goal. And Shane Suzuki was two for three. Made a 35-yard field goal, 2-for-2 two two on extra points. Marshall punted it four times, Florida Atlantic seven times. And then our last game, we have a Georgia Southern taking on Coastal Carolina. It was a close game in the first half, but Coastal Carolina scored 14 points in the fourth quarter to win the game. Uh, uh, Shane Wertz was 7-of-20. 94 yards and two interceptions. And Justin Tomlin, one for two for five yards. Fred Payton, 15 of 28, three touchdowns, two interceptions, 252 yards. For Coastal Carolina, uh, Reese White, three carries for 23 yards and a touchdown. Shemani Jones, five carries for 44 yards. Lane Rusher for George Southern, J.D. King with, with uh 15 carries for 67 yards and a touchdown. Down lane receiver was for Georgia Southern was Malik Murray, two receptions for 46 yards. For Coastal Carolina, it was a Javon Halai, five receptions for 190 or 170 yards. And then Sam Denmark, one reception for 72 yards and a touchdown. CJ Marble, four receptions for 38 yards and a touchdown. And Cameron Brown, two receptions for 13 yards and a touchdown. CJ Marble had a fumble. Shea Wirts had a fumble. Land tackler was Rashad Byrd. With eight tackles one sack one half tackles for loss uh reynard ellis had two tackles for loss a pass deflection seven tackles chris harris jr not the not the broncos or actually i think he's with the chargers chargers now now uh he has five tackles uh one sack and two and a half tackles for loss Lost, uh, and then lane tackle for Coastal Carolina Teddy Gallagher, 10 tackles uh, Enoch uh, Maconzo 6 tackles 2 sacks and 2 tackles for loss in a quarterback hurry uh, D. Jordan strong with 2 interceptions Rashad Bird and Derek Canteen both had an interception uh, Wesley Kennedy June the 3rd had 2 returns for 46 yards and took it to the house for a touchdown. Alex Ray Rayner was over, missed a field goal. That was two for two on extra points. McCarty Biscardi or Massimo Biscardi, uh, 0 for one was four for four on extra points. Close to Carolina punted it five times. Georgia Southern eight times. Close to Carolina gets stays undefeated. Okay, so now I'm gonna uh talk about the new AP poll. If I agree with it or de- disagree with it. With a team moving up or down or a team being in it. Okay, so let's get to it. Uh, number one is uh, Clemson. They're undefeated. They beat Syracuse last week. Uh, they Syracuse started crawling back, back, but then they just took care of them. Uh, they have 52 votes for first place. I agree with them being in first place. Number two, Alabama, ten votes for first place. Place uh, still they dominate Tennessee. See uh, they, Prince dominate all their games. Haven't only close game was really Ole Miss. Georgia was until halftime, but they have dominated. So I say keep them at number two. Number three, Ohio State. They dominate Nebraska. It was close. At first, but then Ohio State just took over in the second half. Half and they remain undefeated. Feated. Well, they've only played one game. They move up two spots, though. Though uh, they were at number five for, for like six, for like four weeks, weeks. But because they didn't play yet, and I, I agree with them until they played, don't move them up. They played well, so I agree with them moving up. Notre Dame, number four, they fall one spot. They took care of business against Pitt, but did their bad game against Louisville, and then I probably like had the rough game against Florida State. They and Ohio State playing really well against Nebraska, and yeah, they moved them down. Number five, Georgia, they fall one spot. They didn't play last week; they had a bye week. But due to Ohio State playing and doing well, they were forced to move down. Number six, Oklahoma State. State, they played Iowa State, took care of business, and got the W. So they remain the same. Number seven, Cincinnati. They beat SMU and decided to move up. I would, I would say, I, I, I know some A&M fans are mad about this because they think Texas A&M would destroy Cincinnati. I, th- I think Texas A&M would win if they played each other. Cincinnati's a good team. Don't get me wrong. And I think they deserve to be in the top 10. But the- Texas A&M, they had a bye week last week. And with Cincinnati being a top opponent, it it's just one of those scenarios. When Cincinnati has a bye and Texas A&M beats somebody really good, they probably will just jump them. But- or if Cincinnati has a close game. But, Yeah. Yeah, number eight Texas A and M, uh, they fall one spot. They didn't play last week. Week. So, uh, this week I think they, who they play. Play. Uh, they play. Hold on, let me pull it up. Uh, Cincinnati or, they play, Memphis. Oh, that that will be, that will probably be a good game. Wait, wait, that or that Cincinnati? Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, Texas A and M. Texas A and M, they play Arkansas. Oh, that 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 will be a really good game, game for them. Uh, number nine, Wisconsin, they move up five spots, playing really good against Illinois, dominating them. Decide to move up. Number ten, Florida, they they didn't play last week week uh because they're they're cause they were forced to uh switch games due to I I don't I can't remember if it was a signed by or if they had a uh, move their buy because of the outbreak. But yeah, they they didn't move at all. Number eleven, BYU they move up one spot. They took care of business against uh uh Tech State. Say playing really well. Gonna be a battle between them, Cincinnati, Liberty, and probably Coastal Carolina for the New Year Six Bowl. Number twelve, Miami, they're five and one. they fall one spot, they kept up a little bit closer than to Virginia than I thought they would. I'd still ended up getting the win, but it wasn't the best game. Number thirteen, Michigan, they move up five spots. They dominate against Minnesota, and. I think I agree with this this move move up. Uh fourteenth, Oregon. Uh they fall one spot. They're they don't play for like at least two more weeks. So I uh, can't really do much about them. Number 15, North Carolina. They fall one spot. They beat NC State. But due to uh Michigan doing really good and dominating their opponent. That they, and obviously the Florida State game, they decided to fall. Next, next game we have uh, Kansas State. They move up four spots. They dominate against Kansas, and they're up there with Oklahoma State, probably for the best team in the Big Twelve. Twelve Kansas State, if they if they went went out, would would you put them in? That that's interesting. Arkansas State, let's see, they're two and three. I I probably, I probably I probably wouldn't, but still, of course, we gotta see how everybody else does. You never know, but if they go undefeated the rest of the way, who knows? It's hard to say. Number seventeen, Indiana, they're one and zero. Though last week they were unranked, but they got a big upset against Penn State. Say this team, I, 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 knew Indiana would keep it close, but I didn't think they would do enough to get the game. But they they've been improving over the past couple of years, and and not good enough to be Ohio State. I'll I'll say that, or maybe you never know, but they they are up and coming, and they've they have been over the past couple of years, been improving as a program. Number eighteen. Penn State, they fall 10 spots after losing to Indiana. Uh, not the best game from the defense. Offense, pretty good. Pretty good, but still had mistakes. Said so they got Ohio State next week, so they were going to have to bounce back. Number 19, Marshall. They move up three spots after beating Florida Atlantic. Atlantic, they, they parents took care of them. Number twenty, Coastal Carolina. They played Georgia Southern one by two touchdowns, and they decided to move up by five spots. But there's a there's a good battle for who who's going to take the big that Marshall. I almost forgot about them too. Number twenty, Coastal Carolina. Yeah, they as I just said, they move up five spots. Twenty-one USC. They move up three spots, despite not playing yet. We'll see how they can do do in two weeks. SMU twenty two. They they got embarrassed by Cincinnati. I wouldn't say embarrassed, but because at Cincinnati, well, I picked SMU with the upset. I thought their offense would be really good, uh, but Cincinnati played really good defense and had really good offense. SMU wasn't able to stop them, and yeah, I still think they were a really good team though. Twenty three Iowa State, three and two. One loss was to Louisiana, who was ranked, or well, who was ranked after, I guess, and then they lost to that. Still think they're a pretty good team. It was a close game, so I I agree with them being like twenty three, so twenty four Oklahoma. they they beat TCU, if I remember right. Uh, how many points did they beat them by? By I think they beat them by at least ten. Ten I I'm fine with them being back in the rankings. TCU, TCU, TCU. Wait, 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 ranked teams. They weren't ranked last week. Uh hold on. Uh Big Ten or Big Twelve. Yeah, Big Twelve. They they won thirty three fourteen. Oh, they won by a lot more. More. So yeah, they three and two. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, let let me see what the other teams are like. Twenty five Boise State. State they won their first game against Utah State or was it Nevada? Was it Utah State or Nevada? I think it was Nevada. Or no, no, no Wyoming played Nevada. It was a uh, Utah State, I believe. Uh, we let's see, uh, Mountain West. Mountain West also came back this week. Unless you're at Air Force. They played a week early, like a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah, they destroyed them 42-13. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. Boise State's been a good program over the years. So, yeah, pro- unfortunately, due to their schedule, yeah, they're probably not going to be good enough. Unless they, unless some upsets happen, it's, it's probably going to be hard for them to get up there for a New Year's Bowl, Six Bowl. But you never know. It's college football. Anything can happen. And then teams receiving votes: Memphis, Memphis. They they are four and one. Uh, they lost to since they played Cincinnati. They beat them. They can easily be ranked next week. Liberty. They are undefeated, I believe. So. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 see what they can do. Next next week, who do they play? Liberty's independent, right? Yeah, they no, they crushed southern miss 56 to 35 so yeah pretty yeah let's let's see okay 80 Tulsa 80 80 they crushed South Florida right, I I I was gonna go with them with the upset and I was excited for that game against Cincinnati would have been a really good game game by Watts we'll wait until later in the season Louisiana Lafayette they who they did they play last? I don't think they played last week. Week. Uh, let's see. Oh no! Yeah, they. Oh, they won a close game against uh, UAB. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they won. They were. Uh, this was pretty cool. Cool. Uh, for their coach that uh passed away this weekend. Uh, Kevin Looney was that? Was that who it was? What? No, no, not Kevin Looney. Oh, DJ Looney. What? I don't know where I got Kevin Looney. DJ Looney, he passed away this earlier this offseason due to a heart attack. He was a former Mississippi State offensive line coach, I think, or assistant coach. Coach. And what they did is they did something similar to, like, what the MLB does for uh, Jackie Robinson every year, where everybody has it Robinson on in number 42. To this game, well, they didn't put – do forty two, but they they put a loony on the back, back in res, in respect of him, him, and they got the win for him. Number four, and then Army's receiving votes. They beat somebody, well, I, they beat somebody last week. I know that. Uh, well, no, not FCS. Hold on. Uh, independent and Independence. They beat... Oh, they crushed Mercer. Yeah. I, I know they beat somebody. Auburn 41. They beat Ole Miss. 3-2. They play LSU next week. Could, could possibly move up there. 40, Minnesota. They lost to a good Michigan team. Still think they have potential. We'll have to see how they respond. Utah, they lost a lot of players last week. They haven't played yet, so... Interesting. We'll have to see how that goes. Uh, uh Northwestern they beat Did they beat Northwestern did they beat uh Maryland? Yeah they beat Maryland like by twenty points I think. Or no by forty three. Forty three to three they dominated uh Washington 15 they don't play for 2 weeks. Arkansas, they play Texas A&M next week. That's going to be a good game. That they win that, there's no excuse for them not being ranked. I'm I'm sorry. The Georgia game, they they lost, but and then they lost to Auburn. Auburn. So, but yeah, if they win that game, no excuse for them not to not be ranked. Purdue, they beat Iowa. What well, and without their head coach or Rondale Moore, more big upset win for them. May Purdue will surprise people this year. Do they play Ohio State? Maybe they can beat them. You never know. Arizona State, State they they don't play for two weeks. Appalachian State they. Arkansas State, or dominated them. I picked Arkansas State for an upset. But Appalachian State just dominated them. Cal, they play in two weeks. Boston College, they... I don't think they played last week. Did they? Let me see. Uh, ACC, they... They... Did not uh, oh yeah they did. They played Georgia Tech and dominated them. So they're four and two right now, three and two in SEC. They lost ACC I mean uh, they lost to North Carolina and NC State, I believe. So yeah. Yeah. at uh, number two, Texas receiving vote. Uh they didn't play last week, I don't think. Did they? Uh I didn't have too much time. Uh, yeah, or they did. They played Baylor once, twenty seven to sixteen. Uh San Diego State. They're receiving some votes. Uh, they crushed UNLV. V. They were a good team last year. So yeah, those are all the AP rankings. Next week. I'm not going to make my predictions yet, but here I'm. I'm just going to preview the top twenty five games going into next week week. No predictions right now. Just previewing. Okay. Number... Okay, so yeah. So here's all the top 25 games we have going into next week. We got a 19 Marshall taking on FIU. FIU lost last week. Or no... Yeah, they lost to Jacksonville State. State and uh, not off to a good year. Last year Was it was it last year or was it Was it LA Tech or Yeah, yeah, last last year. Yeah, last year they beat they beat them. Them at uh, Miami. Last year, uh, okay, that's what I thought. I I always forgot. Was it FIU or was it uh, uh, Florida Tech? I mean, Florida Tech. Uh, Louisiana Tech. So heck, uh, if they beat uh, Miami, last year, uh, Marshall, yeah, the other five and zero, number nineteen FIU's zero and 0 and one in conference play. Uh, we got. And then Saturday we have the Boston College 4 and two. Two, 2 uh 3 and 2 in ACC, Clemson 6 and 0, 5 and 0 in ACC. Georgia versus number 5 Georgia versus Kentucky. Kentucky's 2 and 3. 3 uh which includes conference cuz SEC is only doing conference games. Georgia's 3 and 1. And um, Next, uh, we have Memphis versus seven Cincinnati. Should be a good game. Michigan State versus Michigan. Michigan State lost to Brockers last week. Michigan looked good against Minnesota, but it's always a good game for the Battle of Michigan. Kansas six in Kansas State versus West Virginia. West Virginia, they lost to Texas Tech last week, I believe. Kansas State, they beat Kansas. Twenty Coastal Carolina versus Georgia State. Georgia State's two and two. Coastal Carolina's five and zero. Oh. Uh, twenty-three Iowa State versus Kansas. Kansas is zero five. Iowa State's three and two. N- Notre Dame five. Notre Dame versus two two and four Georgia Tech. Got they're gonna have to blow them out. So so yeah nine nine uh, Wisconsin versus Nebraska. Can Nebraska bounce back or will Wisconsin dominate them. We'll have to see. Seventeen, Indiana taking on Rutgers. Rutgers got their first uh, Big Ten win since like 2016. Uh, Greg Schiano's back trying to bring that program back to greatness. Or at least a lot better than what they were making bowl games where ranked teams have winning records. We'll see. We'll see if we can return that. That should that honestly should be a good game, in my opinion. Next Texas versus Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State can they stay undefeated and keep their playoff hopes alive, or Texas will they crush them? The play their playoff hopes. Uh, Twenty-five Boise State versus Air Force. Force. Normally, last year these were like the two, two of the three top uh, Mountain West teams. We'll have to see how they can do. Do Mississippi State versus Alabama. Alabama is undefeated. And Mississippi State's one and three on a three game losing streak streak. Uh, well you'll have to see my prediction tomorrow. Maybe I think Mississippi State pulls off an upset. Maybe, maybe they will. We'll see. We'll see what I predict tomorrow. Next we got uh the college game day game of the week. We have Ohio State versus Penn State. Penn State lost to Indiana and Ohio State beat Nebraska. Next, we have another pretty good SEC matchup, Arkansas and Texas A&M. Should be a good game, or hopefully it is. Missouri versus Florida. Missouri beat uh, Kentucky and Florida. They're coming back after not playing for, like, almost two weeks. Uh, Navy versus SMU. Navy won last week, or did they lose? Lose, uh... SMU they lost to Cincinnati, a uh, Navy. Oh yeah, they lost to Houston, so they're three and three right now. Now, uh, three and one in the American, SMU is two and one, and then North Carolina versus Virginia. Will Virginia keep it close like they did against Miami, or North Carolina stop them? We'll we'll find out tomorrow, or at least find out my predictions, and then Oklahoma. 24, Oklahoma versus Texas Tech. Texas Tech won last week. Oklahoma, they won as well. Trying to find a way to still compete for a New York Six Bowl. They, they could technically still could. And then Western Kentucky versus BYU. BYU is undefeated. Western Kentucky won a close game against Chattanooga, I believe. So, yeah. Well, uh, Tomorrow at 7 o'clock. I'll be here giving my predictions for the, for those games. I want to uh, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. By the way, uh, if you haven't uh, found out or you missed last week's weeks, uh, we I'm changing things up a little bit. But uh, this uh, instead of doing a Tuesday Thursday, where I do uh, recaps on Tuesdays and in predictions on Thursdays, I'm going to, to change it up uh, mainly. For two reasons. I have uh, finals coming up. So it gives me a little bit more time. Time to split these uh, podcasts up. Into different days. And two, two. I think it would be a lot better. Because I can give a little bit more information. And where it's also not too long for you guys. So. So yeah. On. Uh, Sundays. At 7.00. In p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. I'll be releasing the re- my college football recaps. Mondays will be my college football predictions. Tuesdays, NFL recaps. And then Thursdays will be my NFL predictions for the week. So, yeah, remember, Sunday, Sunday Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, 7 p.m. Hope you guys have a wonderful day hope you guys enjoyed uh, some NFL football today and the college football games last week. Uh, keep saying stay, uh, study hard in school just like me and yeah go Bills and hail state.